Welcome to Between Alpha Omega, and we are back. Yay. It's not just me. I have Drew and Curtis with me. Yep. We're Hello. here. Yay. I did a solo podcast, and that was weird. <laughs> Why? Uh, I was just talking in front of my monitor. <laughs> yeah. Watching the little time go down, and my voice levels go up and down, and that was it. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that one. Yeah. What you could do is turn on the webcam so you're literally talking to yourself <laughs> <laughs> but in delay yeah <laughs> it was just weird I, like i didn't have a script i just kind of went for it and yeah you know said what was ever on my mind and yeah it was weird nice. i also found out that uh people are keeping up with the podcast oh, i'll get cool. into that a little bit uh when i talk but Good. it's been a month since we've all been together so curtis what's going on uh well haven't been quiet about the fact that I work in broadcast media and I make commercials happen and political season and so I'm way overworked right now. Also training a new hire at work. She's coming along great, but she is definitely an odd duck to say the least. She uh while we were training, she was has to watch those like HR videos and like she was just cracking up at them. Like, that's not a normal reaction. No, <laughs> no, that's not normal at all. Yeah, like I said, she's good. she's a little good. bit weird, but we get along well. Okay, well yeah. that's good. Yeah, I think she's good people. Yeah, she's just. It, it would not... be really funny if it was the videos that Drew was making. It would be. God, if only I made stuff for <laughs> Charter, that'd be good. Yeah, it's like the HR stuff, like the, uh, like how to not act in the office. So yeah. I mean, I guess it is like kind of funny, like how over exaggerated the acting and everything is, but. Still, like the level that she was laughing was a little too much. Just a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like it's funny, but yeah. not that funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, you're working like all the time now. Yeah, like you don't get home till like six or seven o'clock now. Yeah, I'm working typically. Well, I'm on like a six day schedule, so instead of Monday through Friday, it's more or less Monday through Saturday. I'll have a day off at some point in the week. Uh, but actually this week, because I had yesterday off, my next day off won't be until next Sunday. Woof. Damn. Yeah. So I'm on a six-day stretch this week. Woof. And then the next day that I have off after that is the Tuesday that I'll be driving up to help Nick move. Nice. So that's Fun. my life. Yeah. Every single day off that I have, I have to do something. So I was just kind of lazy yesterday in this morning. It's way to do it. Yeah, we s- we'll get into that on my update, but my backyard is a disaster, and we started that, where it was like, nah, it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like drizzling, though. It wasn't even like actual rain. Yeah. But it was just enough to be annoying. Yeah. I straight up went to sleep after that. <laughs> like, I don't want to get misted while I'm cleaning up wood. Right. While I'm God, touching that's my sexual. wood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get moist when I'm touching my wood. Good. Good. What else? Anything? Um, I mean, that's my life. Yeah, oh, you know, just constant work. Constant work, trying to juggle some sort of social life. Not like anything too crazy, but I'm supposed to help my friend fix his van. Fun. Supposed to help my mom move stuff. Oh, uh, so my parents are going to be fostering my stepdad's great niece. Okay. Starting Tuesday. Okay. So that's a life update. Doesn't really pertain to me other than like we're just randomly getting 
randomly getting a little sister. Nice. Kinda. Cool. Like, is it adoption adoption, or is it just like... Fostering. Fostering. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Which could lead to adoption. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know that whole process situation. I don't either. Yeah, so... Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. I don't know what to do with it, but that's How a old? thing. She's 13 or 14. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, she's not like a little kid, but like not old enough to be like... But old enough to like get a freaking job. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> You're 13, 14. Get a freaking job. Get out there <laughs> and take care of your goddamn self. Do it. Do it. Hey, I was... 13, 14 when I had my first job. My mom wouldn't let me get a job until I was 16. Oh, my parents were like, no, get a job. Yeah, I like from <laughs> the time I was 12 years old, I was like, mom, I want a job so I can do something. She was like, nope, not until you're 16. No, my first job was 13, 14. I worked at the VFW Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a janitor. <laughs> nice. And I was paid under the table. Oh, of course. Yeah, but I still had a W-2. It was weird. That's confusing. Yeah, that was real weird. Interesting. So I remember riding my bike in like the dead of winter <laughs> to go to this VFW hall and, oh, God. And we had to clean up after bingo. <laughs> and this was before St. Louis County passed the uh, cigarette laws. Like you couldn't smoke indoors. So like everything was cigarettes and gross. Mm. Yeah. Tasty. And we had to clean that all up, mopped the entire floor. It was we basically just screwed around like <laughs> the entire because those me and like two other guys who were you know thirteen fourteen years old, yeah, just basically screwed around the whole time cleaning crap. No, yeah, I made like I don't know five dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Mm. Late nineties, early two thousands. Nice. Yeah, weird. How about you, Drew? You've had a quite a big transition. Really. Shit ton of stuff yeah. has happened. Yeah. So, <clears throat> let's see here. We had a podcast since I went to that first wedding that was happening that Shafe was in. I remember us talking about it. That wedding happened. And uh, it was fine, except for the fact that it was 100% illegal <coughs> in St. Louis County to have. Because they had so many people in one building. So, I sat in a pew by myself, away from everybody. And uh, Schaefer sat in a chair on the stage, away from everybody else. Whenever they were, you know, performing the ceremony. And, uh, let's see... A friend of mine, well, kind of a friend of mine, uh, like, they, okay, so, the people who got married, they randomly decided the night before that they were going to make everyone wear masks, and so they bought a bunch of masks and brought them there, which was good. That's nice of them. Yeah. For sure. Except for the bride's brother-in-law refused to wear a mask, so he's up at the front, like, you know, doing his thing, being a bitch. Um, so that was funny. I mean, totally expected of him. Right, right. And so we did that, and then, like, two weeks later, 
Uh, we moved. You were there for that I, horrifying experience. I was. You you guys have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of shit. <laughs> and it's mostly Schaefer's. Yeah, we just kept moving boxes Yeah, and stuff. It's still all, a lot of it is still packed. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I, I just don't have the patience to do it all by myself. So we've been working on it. And then we had a baby shower last weekend. And that was last weekend. Oh my god! Yeah, it, f- it feels like a month ago. <laughs> um, and we got well, that's s- this whole year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we got so much shit. Like the nursery is completely full of stuff now. Um, so much shit. It's ridiculous. It's good though, because then I don't have to buy anything. Basically anything. Other than diapers, which you could also just keep having diaper parties. Right. I'm planning on actually doing it a real diaper party. Um, so, yeah, that'll happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe even next weekend. <laughs> um, and then what else? And then we had a wedding last night that we went to that was chill, low-key. It was a long day, though, because Schaefer and I were both in the wedding. Um, and then on top of that, I've been working as well still, and it's been, this month has been weird because they completely changed the way that we're scheduling things. So like, I don't really have a whole lot of stuff done right now because I don't know what I need to have done. And the type of work that I'm doing is different than I've done in the past and so I don't even know how to prepare for our video shoot. Well, that's management for you. So, and they like they're fully aware of what I have done. Like I've just given them updates, and they don't seem to think that I'm behind or anything like that. Well, and they're fully aware that my son could pop out any moment. So, and they know that once he comes, that's three week delay. Like, yeah. sorry about you. Well, I wonder sure. if that's kind of why they're like, maybe, kind of like lightening up your load because they don't want you to be like <laughs> having half done work that they have to pass on to somebody else, right? While you're out, and they they told me this time specifically too, like normally our stuff is all client requested videos that we do. My stuff's not client requested this month, so I'm like, I wonder if they're just giving me something to do that they've wanted to do, but they didn't have to have it done. Sounds like it. So, because I mean, once this round of videos is done, we have met every single goal for the year. Nice. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. But as of now, like this upcoming week, I have what's called a table read on Tuesday, which is normally where they like review all your graphics that you have done and all that kind of stuff. But I don't have anything done for that. So. They're just going to read through the scripts and make sure everything makes sense. And then they have a shoot for my video next Friday. And the reason why everything's so different is because normally we have a, a actor on screen with graphics that come in to support what they're saying. That's not what's happening this time around. This time around, 
it's all going to be B-roll that they shoot in the office of people performing actions or stuff like that. Right. So, I don't so have like, anything done. <laughs> so, like, workplace safety stuff? Yeah, it's this one's uh, office ergonomics. Hmm. So, like, how to properly sit in your chair <laughs> and stupid how stuff How to not like that. sit in your chair. They're, like, legit laying across it. It's so It's so dumb, but apparently it's important. I don't know. Wow, all right. So, yeah, that's, yep, that's where we're at. Wow, and the baby is. We are at, oh, man, 38 weeks on Monday. Wow, so any minute. Yep. Any minute. Hmm, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if he comes early on time or late, but. I'm hoping for the for 31st Halloween. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, demon baby. For It'd sure. be pretty mm-hmm. late, but well, not pretty late. It'd be a week late, but I was like three weeks late or something. Yeah, I was supposed to be born in March. I just yeah. don't want him to be too big for Shafe. Yeah. So Schaefer is kind of tiny. Yeah. The baby is already going to be half her size. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like no joke, like. Two months, two years old, and it's probably going to be half the size. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Crazy. Yep. I'm excited for you now that you have the house and whatnot. Yeah, thanks. It'll Things will be good. It's just a lot of change. Again, <laughs> 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 that's been my life this year. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. House and then baby. Like all on top of each other. Yeah crazy i'm uh still chill yeah yeah still enjoying your uh two days a week two days a week maybe maybe yeah six hours maximum a day 12 hours a week um things are starting to get a little crazy uh they finally announced what phase two operations will look like so right now we're in phase one so we can only have 10 percent of capacity so we have 750 employees 10 percent is 75 people a day yeah um so phase two will be 20 percent so maybe like 100 something employees a day but (laughs) and they're freaking out um so this is the first time i've been in this place uh for about 14 years now this is the first time, even when we were sequestered and um, the government got shut down for that long time, this is the first time ever that they've sent out an email talking about the budget. Wow. And the revolving fund. So that is kind of... That's insane. A red alert. Like, sure. things are going crazy. Because what's happening with our building, with our facilities, normally government facilities, you have a budget for Congress. Congress decides your budget and that's what you get. That's your government agency. We're recalled. We are called a revolving fund. So we get some budget from Congress, but most of our money comes from the DOD or military. Cause that's what we do. We hold military records. So we actually charge the DOD or, other government agencies, hey, we hold these records for you and we charge you every time we touch the records. So that's how we get our money and that's where the bulk of our budget comes from. Right. Well, when there's only 10% of our workforce working, 
and our budget comes from us working and none of us are working, you can kind of do the math. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So there's now finally talk about it and there's just rumblings. There's no, I confirmed anything. They're not telling us because they probably don't want us to panic. Um, but nothing is set in stone. So I don't know. We could get furloughed. That's probably my best guess if this goes on. Uh, we'll probably get furloughed. I probably won't get furloughed just because I volunteered to work. It's yeah, going to be the people. been working and actually bringing in money. Yeah, it's going to be the people that sit at home and not doing anything that get furloughed. Right. So that's going to hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really know. Everything's speculative. Don't know. But we did get what phase two will look like, and it will be probably until January before we're in phase two. The parameters Damn. for phase two is um, we can't have more than 200 new cases in our county for a 14-day period. And there's four counties they're looking at. Yeah. Uh, there's St. Louis County, like all the surrounding counties, Franklin County, Moreau County, uh, St. Clair County, and another county in our area. And three of the four are failing. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not going to work. And St. Louis County is barely holding on, barely below the 200 threshold. Well, we're about to enter flu season. Flu season and not also the holidays and families getting together and all that stuff. Yeah. We're fucked. So it's going to be a long time before phase two. So (laughs) we're fucked. You're fucked. (laughs) I mean... As long as I'm still working, I'm going to have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to touch me, so I'm fine. But uh, it's going to be a long time before we're open into phase two. And what was the other thing that I should mention about work? Um, Oh, phase two. This is a complete management buffoonery. So right now we have a set schedule. We're in three groups to keep us all separated. I'm in group one, so I work this week. Monday, Thursday, next week, Tuesday, Friday, the next week, Wednesday. And so you fill in the blanks like, okay, well, if I'm group one, then group two would work Tuesday, Friday of this week, and then so on and so forth. That's how the rotation goes. So phase two operations, management has said, eh, whatever, as long as you're working a minimum of this many hours. (laughs) Yep. So my direct supervisor is like, I don't, what, what are we going to do? Because we can't have more than 100-something people show up a day. So if everyone says they want to work, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, what are we going to do? Right. The other thing is, uh, because we volunteer, we're a volunteer base right now. Yeah. So we have to volunteer to work. So there's no minimum requirement of how many hours or how many days I need to work to be a part of this volunteer base. Right. Mm-hmm. However, they've given us incentive that you get $100 extra on your paycheck if you work a minimum of 24 hours. Wow. So. Wow. So you have to work, you know, four, six-hour days. Wow. Which you handle. Already. Yeah. Pretty regularly every two weeks. Yep. So. And they can't work a maximum of 60 hours per two weeks. So. You know. There's a lot of conflict in there. Yeah. There's a lot of conflicting information. Yeah. 
So basically what I got out of that meeting is we have no idea what's going to happen with phase two. <laughs> we have no idea when it's going to happen. And meh. Meh. <laughs> 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 we'll see. <laughs> so that's kind of my work life update with the federal government and then not knowing what's going on or what's happening. And not to mention the election. And that can throw a whole other monkey wrench into it because the archivist of the United States is an appointed position via the president. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy has been in office since Bush, so it's likely not going to change. But now that he's getting pressure from uh, Congress and the budget, who knows? So it could be a whole monkey wrench come November the 4th. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. So November 5th, I we could be doing a podcast that week and I'm on fire or something. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> That'll be the next podcast that I'm able to be on because of my schedule. Okay. Probably, I think. I don't know. All right, well, I'd have to look at the calendar. Yeah, I would have to look at my work schedule, which actually, that reminds me. I ordered a calendar so that I could mark on the days, <laughs> like, so you would know, like. When you're going to be here. Yeah. See, I have one in my bedroom that I'm just like, oh, I work tomorrow. Yeah, but I don't know where that calendar is. I ordered it on Amazon, and it just never showed up. Bastards. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to have to look into Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So I did the the classic thing of um, waking up and thinking you had to go to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that today. Oh, you did? Yeah. (laughs) So normally I wake up, you know, right around 4.50-ish in the morning. And to get ready for work to be at six, at work at six. Well, I woke up at like five twenty ish, which is right when I usually get in the car to go to work. And I woke up and I'm like, "Oh crap, I'm late to work." And I just kind of stood there and kind of processed that out, and I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> we <laughs> long day. We haven't done the podcast yet. I knew we had to do it. Look at my phone. Oh, it's Sunday. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> so I totally did that. I was like ready to get in the shower and just go in the late." You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's been like the last couple weekends for me have been crazy. Like last week was Drew's baby shower and then I had to go to Caleb's reception. And so that was a full weekend for me. And the week before we helped you move. And yeah, I've been like, where's time? I mean, yeah, when with this six day schedule that I'm on, I'm sure that's going to happen to me at some point. I'm going to wake up at like 530 in the morning and just like start showering, and then I'm gonna look at my calendar and be like, <laughs> "Damn it! Damn, today was the off day." Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, dude. Yep. COVID, stupid. Uh, as far as life stuff goes, there's not a whole lot going on in my life right now. The backyard of my house is a disaster because we cut down like three trees, and. One was still living, so it still had all of his leaves and branches and brush. So, yeah, that's what I get to deal with. Yeah, two of them are dead, so they'll be easy, easy. enough to process, but it still takes time and still, effort. Still take time. And now that we're getting, like, we didn't really have a fall, or we kind of have. I mean, we're it's weird like, in fall. Like, it definitely just, like, hit one day. It's like a chilly fall start. Yeah, yeah. we, like, yeah. we had a hot summer, and then we just, like, immediately jumped to, like, Late fall. Kind of. We didn't even really have a hot summer. It felt hot to me. Yeah. Well, considering, like, I think a hot summer is, like, hundreds for, like, a month. 
it never reached over a hundred. I mean, it was in the nineties with like a thousand percent humidity. Yeah. But like, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. the worst summer we've ever had, but it was still hot. It was hot, but not like as hot as it has been. But yeah, it was like fall just like kicked us in the junk all of a sudden. Yeah. Like we usually we have like a transition where it's like nice and seventies, eighties for a while, and then it'll like slowly drop. It's like sixty degrees right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It, there was no transition. It was just like, hey, fall. Yeah, my body is not acclimating to it well. No. I've actually been cold. Yeah, lately. me too. <laughs> I've been fine temperature-wise, but my sinuses are like, no, I yeah. hate you. I had to turn on the heat this morning because it was like 40 degrees in my house somehow. Oh, God, yeah. You need to turn on the heat. Yeah, so I turned it on. I just turned it to 60. Yeah. But, you know, now my house feels totally normal. Normal. Yeah, we haven't turned on the heat yet. No. It's only gone down to like 65 or so. Yeah, which is bearable. But again, coming from the fact that we've had the thermostat set to like 78 and lived in that. Yeah. Been fine. During the day, yeah. Yeah. At night, I turn it down. But yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of chilly. Uh, yeah, I love it. I've been sleeping better. I do, definitely do sleep better when it's cold. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, I appreciate it being a little bit cooler. Right. I just would have liked some warning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't have much of a warning. Yeah, we didn't like have much day. warning. We just, oh. <laughs> it's cold now. Huh? <laughs> this is the thing we deal with now. Hey, you're going to suffer when Nick moves in, by the way. I mean, because he likes it cold. Yeah. Both him and I like it cold, and you're going to be outvoted. That's fair. It's going to be like see your breath in the house. Well, luckily with <laughs> cold, though, you can always put more clothes on. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'll do. I'll yeah. just be wearing like six hoodies and sweatpants. <laughs> full snowsuit. Yeah, full snowsuit, <laughs> just sitting on the couch watching TV. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Please wear a snowsuit and send me a picture of it. <laughs> I mean, my body like will acclimate to it. It's just... Like, Nick will probably have his windows open, like, dead winter. Yeah. I can acclimate to it. Don't <laughs> yeah, get me wrong, true. but it's just like, you know, I finally got used to how hot it was in the house. You keeping it at 78. I've never lived at inside 78, so I just got used to it. Well, it's because before, the before times, yeah, we weren't home. The before sure. times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I mean, the before times, we weren't home. Uh, because we were both working, we have like the same schedule. I get home a little earlier. Yeah. So there's no point of having the house at seventy three when neither. Oh no, no. Home. I mean, I definitely get it. So I just kept it that way and like made you suffer. Yeah, I'm just saying, like anywhere <laughs> else that I've lived with any of my roommates, we've never put the thermostat to seventy eight. Well, you know, house. <laughs> if, if, my apartment was properly insulated i probably would have had it set to 76 during most of the day Mm -hmm. brought it down to 72 at night but it's so poorly insulated i had to keep it on 70 at all times otherwise it felt like it was in the 80s in that place it was horrible and that's why my bill for a 900 square foot apartment was always 160 bucks because i was like running my ac constantly it's pretty rough yeah it was terrible like uh when i called amarin to have my service transferred they're like oh i see that the average bill at five you know my address is 84 dollars a month does that sound right and i was like i hope to god that's right (laughs) (laughs) it sounds good to me well that could be because the people that were living there are 100 years old that's true but so be aware of that i mean 
Yeah. The dude was a smoker, so I think he spent a lot of his time outside. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. When we, Whenever we went in there to go see the house, it was never cold, but it was also never hot. Right. So... If they were sense. doing that and keeping it about 80 bucks a month, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I know my grandma had her house all year round set to 80 degrees. Woof. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Like, you're hot, and then you go inside, and you're still hot. That kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, you can't even feel the temperature change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's how I felt here a lot this summer. Yeah, well. Really? Like yeah. Damn, that sucks. I mean, like on the especially hot days, I would come in and be like, "All right, it's at least noticeable." Right. Well, it also helps though too with your bill because you can you have all the ceiling fans, and that makes yeah. a huge difference. The ceiling fans in my house are fucking horrible. I gotta change all of them. Rough. They're like one hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Unless we go to the Habitat for Humanity store. Yeah, I don't know that. The so. I've been asking around because I'm like, I need new ceiling fans. I need a bunch of new, I need cabinets for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I've had like five people say, oh yeah, go to the Habitat for Humanity store. They have like brand new stuff there for like 60% off. Hmm. So like they get overstock items from Lowe's and Home Depot and other home improvement stores. And then they sell them for cheap so that people can afford to improve their homes nice. basically so uh april and dj were saying that they went there and they bought brand new ceiling fans like two years ago for 40 bucks a piece nice so hopefully that's the case hopefully yeah. and then you know i can get nice looking fans with good light fixtures and for sure you know we'll then my going. fans won't be buzzing when i turn them on i'm <laughs> <laughs> we'll start going to habitat for humanity get stuff in yeah. the backyard I think there's one. I think there is one on on Manchester, if I remember right. Interesting. So, I just got all new stuff because it was all like incorporated into the well, insurance claim yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Also, I have to put in a new toilet. Rough. It it should be easy. Apparently, it's easy to put in toilets. Oh yeah, it is. You're technically supposed to have a permit. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna get a permit to put a toilet in my house. Yeah, you have to like get a plumber and shit to do it. So, yeah, I'm just gonna have my dad come, <laughs> and we'll throw it in. Yeah, it's real easy. And like, I was looking up because we were talking about toilets a while ago, and I was looking on Home Depot and everything. Like the cheapest one that I saw was like 200 bucks at the time, and I'm like, what? It, what am I doing wrong here? Because toilets are not supposed to be this expensive. <laughs> and then yesterday I looked and I found a toilet for 96 dollars. Get the one that I have. It's American Sander Champion 4. It's like 150 bucks. Yeah. It's the one that's on the commercials that you can like shove 40 golf balls down. Yeah. Yeah. It never clogs. That's, <laughs> see, like, it's crazy because the toilet that we have is tiny. Mm-hmm. But I have literally never been able to clog it. I've tried because <laughs> I wanted to see what it was like. <laughs> I couldn't clog it. Okay. And, okay. But it's so small. And, like, I don't fit on this toilet. And it's so <laughs> annoying. That's something, you know, when you're buying a house, you don't think of, oh, can I fit on this toilet? Right. Yeah, it's not something you're going to test out. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, can I test out your toilet? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah, I got to get a... First of all, it's really short. 
Oh, it's probably not chair height. And no, and the bowl is really small too. And it, the guy that lived there, the the husband and wife, the the guy was like six foot three. And I'm like, you didn't fit on this toilet either. What are you doing? Like, why didn't you ever improve anything in this house <laughs> ever? Uh, I mean, that could have been by design because like you actually poop better if you're in like the squat position. I know, right? But the bowl is tiny. Like, I mean, I got a huge ass. I can totally admit that. Okay. But this bowl is tiny. Hmm. Like, my mass doesn't fit where it should. It doesn't work right. So, <laughs> so you have to specifically line up your butthole? I do. <laughs> and I got to, like, tuck everything so that I don't just pee all over the floor. Great <laughs> podcast content. Yeah, you're welcome for this. <laughs> Yeah, this is for what? We have a following now? Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. This is for all you guys. <laughs> it's just a funny conversation. I was at Caleb's reception, and um, my good friend Amy shows up. She had broken her ankle. And so, broken ankle, can't really walk anywhere, it's plus COVID. Like, you can imagine this yeah. poor girl is suffering by herself in an apartment. And she shows up. Her parents drive her to the reception. It's kind of like she can't really walk, so she stays in the car. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I just finished uh, your solo podcast today. I'm like, awesome. That was like three days ago. Like, you're that on top of it. So Nice. We do have people listening to it. And another person, Caleb's sister, Brooke, was talking about the podcast to one of her family and actually wants to be on the show. So that will be fun to have another girl on the show. To have another person on the show. Yeah. yeah. And Caleb's sister, too. Older yeah. sister. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we have people that know what's going on in my life and your guys' lives and who have never met you. That's neat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So we probably have like 50 subscribers now um, ish. It doesn't tell me the Spotify numbers. So, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Nice. I know we have about 35 subscribers that I can see through Apple and Google, and I don't have the Spotify number, so I'm guessing right around 50 because everyone I talk to says, oh, I just listened to it on Spotify. All right, well, great. Yeah. And so it's fun to see that and have interaction with people that do listen to the show and like, oh, yeah, what about this? That kind of stuff. So Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. It's uh, humbling to have people listen to our shenanigans but brooke actually said i i want to be on the show so you have another female on the show (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true i'm gonna have to get a new setup because with nick coming back in town and then having people want to be on the show i'm gonna need another microphone headset yeah so i'm gonna have to figure that out yeah because right now we only have the capability to have like four people on the show right so i'm gonna have to spend quite a bit of money to figure that out you'll get it figured out yeah we'll get there we'll get there plus the studio updates and trying to make it live and all that jazz right 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 which means i have to rebuild my computer and that's the whole thing and you know it's fun yeah it's nice just shit ton of money that i don't want to spend that you know i'm going to spend because <laughs> i'm passionate about the show and i want to see the show grow and it's only going to grow like if we you know spend money on it yeah so no, i get it put time and effort into it yeah yeah so updating the studio and making the Give studio it sweet, lo- tender loving care making the studio a little bit better yeah so other than that my life is pretty chill um not doing anything other than that 
Um, I guess I can give an update on Anal Girl. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were chatting for a while, and I mentioned something about wearing a mask in public. Or, you know, just kind of offhandedly, like, as a normal person does with the COVID pandemic, like, wear your mask outside of, you know, your normal stuff. And she was like, oh, you're one of those people that wear a mask? And I'm like, yeah, in public. Yeah. And she ghosted me. I was like, dodge the bullet then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Like, how can you be that dumb? Like, I get if you're around family or friends that you know are wearing a mask yeah. and you're not wearing a mask. I totally get it. I've kind of gone that way too. Like, oh, you don't go anywhere but your apartment and maybe a grocery store, but you're wearing a mask every time you leave your house or apartment. Yeah. Okay, then we yeah. can hang out. Yeah, then we're cool. We're right. cool. But if you're not wearing your mask and you're like traveling and being like, I don't know, assholes about it, then no, I'm not going to hang out with you. Sorry. Like, no. no. Nah. Nah. I just, I don't get it. Don't get it. I, I, over 200 something thousand people dead. That's more than World yeah. War One. Over a million worldwide. No. That's more than World War One. Yeah. Yeah. We're reaching, I think, the next for American lives, I think it's World War Two, which is like a 480,000 died in World War Two. That's insane. And then the next would be the Civil War, which is like 650,000. I thought it was like 1.7 million. That's total. Yeah. That's total deaths like all together. Well, yeah, but everyone that died in the Civil War were Americans. No, it was only like 650 casualties for the war. Talking about civil or Civil War. Okay. The Revolutionary War only had like a couple thousand. Yeah. Okay. No. It was like 650,000. I knew it was like significantly higher than World War One and World War Two combined. Well, I mean that's two hundred thousand more deaths. That's yeah. kind of significant. Yeah, World War Two was like four hundred and eighty, and I think the Civil War is like six hundred and something. Now you get kind of weird with like how many people are missing in action versus like how many people got sick after the war and died, and mm-hmm. how that's counted. But a lot of times, especially with ancient, not ancient times, but before they like kept track of things, mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. But they I think mean, that's also fair because yeah, when you can only find like an arm of somebody, you know, right? Or you know, you're just pushing bodies into a ditch. You know, there's not much you can do. Yeah, you're not really counting bodies at that point. Right. True. So yeah, but two hundred six thousand people died from this pandemic, and we still have people refusing to wear masks. It's like, ah, cool. We do have a very promising um, treatment for it coming out of WashU that I heard about. I have heard of tricklings of that. Yeah, it's like a nasal spray. Interesting, huh. interesting. Yeah, cool. and it's worked very well in mice. I think they're about to move on to like primate trials, I think. I have I saw the headline, but I didn't read much into it. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get injected with it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not an injection. It's just so, a nasal spray. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'll do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, hesitant about, like, a needle vaccination at this point with how rushed it's been, but... Yeah. I mean, I have a needle phobia, so I'll pass out anyway. Whatever. Mm. 
I never knew that about you. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the last time I got a shot was when I was 16, 17 years old, and I was getting my hep A shot for restaurant work, and I nearly passed out. Yeah. Shavers like that, too. I just... Like, people are like, oh, yeah, I don't feel the needle, and it's fine. I, no, I feel it entering my skin, and it makes my skin crawl, and then I get lightheaded. And yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Weird. I don't like it either, but... No. I do it. I have sensitive skin, and I can feel everything. Yeah. I get, you. Yeah. I get vaccinated. I just won't be rushing to the front of the line to get vaccinated. Yeah, I wouldn't COVID. either. Yeah. Hmm. Wait and see what happens. I'll let the other people go first, and if they explode, like... <laughs> Then you don't want to get it. Then I'm not going to get that. <laughs> I don't want to be the one of the ones that explodes. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> the the conspiracy theorists will be right this time. Yeah. Right. Bill Gates is trying to implant me with blah, blah, blah. What? Okay. Looks it, like the uh, exploding heads. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. The boys. I love that show. I was talking more about how there's these crazy people that think that Bill Gates wants to inject him with something to, like, mind control them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, just to kill people. I was like, do you... Okay. What? what? So you're, you're thinking that these billionaires who make money off of you want to kill you? Right. Uh, does that... Well, even, it's all very well thought out. But does that even make sense? No. Why would rich people want to kill poor people? The... You're the people that make them the billions of dollars. Right. Like, it, it doesn't... Well, that's like... That's also like the Illuminati stuff. Like, all the Illuminati stuff is just like... They think that there's this, like, high society. And they think that, like... They think that, like, Abe Lincoln didn't actually get assassinated. They think he just got put in one of the underground bunkers and lived out his days down there. Because that makes sense. Yeah. With Elvis and Tupac? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always crack up, like, World War Three is coming, and I'm like, no, it's not. It'll never happen. It'll never happen because there's not enough money to be made off of it. It won't ever happen. We'll never have a war with China, because if we do, their country implodes on itself. Right. Yep. Our world economy is too tied up together that if a country declares war in another country... Like, it's just all going to implode on itself, and yep. all these rich people are going to not make money. Mm-hmm. So there's no use to having to kill everybody. Yep. Right. So, which is why the more alarming thing is us using all of our natural resources at an alarming rate to make money, and we're not going to have that anymore. Right. But, you know, China doesn't care. Yep. So. They don't care one bit. They don't care yeah. about people at all. Nope, not at all. Not even their own people. Nope. So it's it's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. And and being a gearhead, uh, a car person, I'm so sick of these people that want, like, electric cars. When, first of all, Teslas are kind of crap. Like, they're finding more failure rates in Teslas right now mm-hmm. than any other manufacturing. Not to mention, like, they only have, like, a 200 or 300-mile range, and they depreciate quite heavily, which is why you have to buy a new Tesla, like, every three years. Also, the process to create all of the batteries that are in a Tesla do more harm to the environment than the lifetime of a fossil fuel vehicle. Yeah, I saw that report. So, people have no idea. They have no idea what it takes to create a battery, and they also have no idea that you can't recycle batteries. Nope. So, 
Yeah, it's a cluster. All of the materials in a fossil fuel car can be recycled and right. reused. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we need to get away from gas, but I don't know if EVs are really no the answer. Electricity is not the answer. Well, we have to find a different hybrid. Yeah, sure. I, I that's the technology I really believe in. It's hybrid. Yeah. yeah. Like putting a 1.7 liter engine in it and then all electric. Yeah. Electric motors for the wheels, but I, also has a transaxle. Yeah. Right. I mean, the McLaren P1 yep. only has like a, a three liter in it or something yep. like that. And it's all hybrid and it can do like 250 miles per hour or something yep. crazy. Yep. Yeah. Has like 700 horsepower. Yep. <laughs> and it has the electronic crap in it. So it's like zero to 60 in like a second. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can get so much torque. Out of a motor like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's the technology I think we really need to invest in heavily instead of going all electronic. Because even still, like, you plug it into your house, that's more power that you're drawing from a coal power plant. Like, it's not really... Right. Because we're not going to convert over to nuclear for no, all this stuff. No, because we're too big of a pussy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so afraid of it. And it's like... It's more efficient. It's safe. You just have to hire people that know how to yeah, manage it. You just it. have to hire <laughs> smart people yeah. that can take care of it. Like my buddy Evan, who used to do that on subs. Like, right. You just sit there and you monitor levels. He got trained on how to do it. So. Or don't be like a part of the Russia population and Chernobyl. That's true. Cover it up. Right. <laughs> Everything's fine, even though you're about to blow up in five days. Right? So, yeah, I'm a proponent of nuclear power. Me too. Yep. Same. Especially the one that Gates was working on where, like... It was using, like, old materials. Yeah, the stuff that's... Recycling stuff. The uranium that's already been through the nuclear power plant and then using their power plant to, like, use that waste. But, like, America balked at it and they tried to get it going in China, but there was... The trade deals... Yeah, Trump came in and kind of screwed everything over. And yeah. Yeah, but also, was, you have to remember, Bill Gates is the Antichrist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he's definitely not trying to, like, save the planet or rid yeah. uh, horrible diseases. Yeah. No. Or, like, educate people on a higher level. Yeah. Right. His documentary on Netflix is fast. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. I've always been a huge proponent of Bill Gates after he, like, realized he was just a rich asshole. He's right, spending exactly. His money. Yeah, because <laughs> he was t- he was kind of a dick for a long time. Uh, well, yeah, a long time. So, I mean, Microsoft is kind of a crappy company when it first started out. Yeah, but then that's something. It's funny that you say that and that we mentioned that. Something that I'm noticing about, like, society, especially here in the United States, is when someone has done something bad, we have such a hard time realizing that people can like reconcile and mm-hmm. then be better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I don't like grow. Right. Why can't we forgive people who fucked up? Right. So that's like like it's it's funny because I have a select group of friends that still consistently bring up the things that George W did when he was in office. <laughs> right. Cuz you know it's really important to live in the past. Um, <laughs> you know, say because it's very productive to yeah. talk about today. And they they constantly talk about it, and it, especially when you're bringing up anything that has to do with Trump, because what George W. did has everything to do with what Trump is doing right now, obviously. Um, but you know, we bring it up, 
and people just can't get over what was done while he was in office and see like who he is today as a person yeah. you know like what is he what has he done today that's made you think that he's a bad person you know right. it's just it's funny to me and but then you see like people like Michelle Obama and Barack Obama praising him massively because they're like good friends yeah <laughs> and like people they see that and they're like well you know who cares who cares <laughs> like ultimately <laughs> who cares but yeah right but like why can't you just be like them you know move on right sure he did some shit stuff but which president hasn't right yeah they all have <laughs> and what's funny you talk about your friends i'm assuming they're all like in the late 20s uh, a few of them are in their mid thirties. Okay, because like, if you're in your late twenties, you don't remember what Bush did. Exactly. I'm sorry. I was in high school and I'm 35. Yep. I don't. I don't remember what Bush did. I I remember basically everything because like he got elected in what 2001. Yeah. So I remember I was in high school then, starting to become of age to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember him getting elevated in my home as like kind of like heroic status because mm-hmm. he took action after 9/11. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I remember about his presidency. <laughs> Which is so funny now, the revisionist history that we've done on his presidency of like he's a war criminal and all this other stuff and it's like in 2001 when that went down 9-11 happened and went down. The American public was very much, we need to go after the e- people. Like, Everybody. everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Now he's If a- Bill Gates was in office, not Bill Gates, if Bill Clinton was in office, would have done the same shit. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And now he's like a war criminal and stuff, and it's like, we wanted that. Yeah. As an American population, we wanted that. We were like... His approval ratings went through the roof. Like, everyone was very patriotic and American flag and America F, yeah. And now he's, like, the scum of the earth. And it's like, what? Yeah. What? And, and uh, most <laughs> of the people that complain about him, too, like you said, they're in their late 20s. It didn't even affect them. No. At all. Yeah. And they it did not have, like, the cognizance to understand what he was doing, everything that he did, even throughout the whole eight years of his presidency. Right. Um <clears throat> I mean, I can look back and say that, like, some of the stuff that he did, like, 2017, 2018, I wasn't a big fan of. Like, when he bailed out, like, the auto industry. Yeah, towards the end of it. That was 2008. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, that was... 2008, Yeah, it was, like, literally October right before... Yeah. 2007, 2008. Yeah. Because yeah. he got voted... Obama came in in 2008. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, like, two months before the election happened. That, yeah. Like, the whole auto industry crashed, and... I had issues with it, but it... I did too, um, but it's kind of a rock, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. I mean, he had to do something. Yeah. Right. I I don't know if that was the correct answer or not. I mean, you can look back on it and totally GM, what was it, GM, Dodge, Chrysler, took the bailout. Ford didn't. Yeah. I know Ford didn't. Yeah. Ford was doing fine, but yeah, it was like GM and Daimler. Who were just greedy assholes about it. Like, yeah. if you actually ran your company right, made the necessary, you know, changes to your company, you would have probably not been in the situation. That's where the capitalist comes out in me. Like, let them die. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, the chances are they're probably not going to die. Yeah, they'll find a way to get out of it. But I mean, I mean, they'd have suffered a bit. Ford probably would have bought some of their yeah. plants and probably because Ford, uh, if I remember right, reduced a lot of their stuff to get out yep. of it. Yeah. And they're even continually now reduced a lot of their stuff. I mean, they're only making like uh, the Explorer, the F-150, the Mustang, and now the Bronco. Yep. They've rid of every, all of their other product line. Yeah, focuses are gone. The Taurus are gone. are gone. Taurus is gone. The Fiesta, I think, is gone. Fiesta's gone. It's gone. It's gone now? Yeah. All, all compact and sedan. They're gone because they actually realize like no one buys them. Well, they buy the foreign cars, the exactly. Hondas, the Toyotas. And if someone wants an SUV, which is what most like Americans drive, that's why they're making the Explorer and the truck. Yeah, and the like, truck. You know, and it's what people want. And the Mustangs, the what was the most selling coupe of right in America, or right. maybe impossibly the world. And the yeah. Mustang's never going to die. No. Let's be honest, yeah. never. So. I we're in GM is still like pumping out their Impalas and Malibus and right and people aren't buying them yeah and the it's cruises like, and right just stop building them focus on the Camaro the Vet and I don't, your Silverado and you'd probably be in good shape yeah just saying and why do you need GMC is still making the exact same truck and SUVs just as, like different names yeah I, I mean, fucking Ford, hate that yeah, shit they Ford just rebadge it real quick. Yeah, because yeah, they used to own Lincoln and uh, Mercury, and yeah. I think Lincoln is only making one car now. They have their their four door sedan. That's it. The Navigator. No, and the Navigator. Do they have the Navigator still? Which is just basically an ex- a fancier version of the Explorer, right. which is fine, but it's not exactly the same as the Explorer, yeah. right? So it, it is like a higher end vehicle. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to compete with the um, like Lincoln and or like uh, Lexus and BMW. Well, and, um, oh, the wrapper. SUV, Cadillac. Oh, well, Cadillac. The, that's uh, GM. Yeah, but the S- Navigator is supposed to Escalade. Escalade compete with the Escalade. Yeah. So I I feel like Ford's doing it right, where these other companies, other than the foreign companies, are doing it kind of. Well, like it, it would be different if they actually had worldwide sales for that kind of stuff, but they don't. No. And if they don't sell them here in America either then you definitely don't need it. Right. Like Ford, at least, like they are making, they're going to continue making focuses, but they're not sold here in the U.S. Yeah. They're still being sold in Europe because people love that shit. The Focus STs and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and they need smaller cars in Europe. They don't have the street size that we do. Right. I remember when uh, Clarkson took out a F-150 Lightning (laughs) onto the streets in, in and around London. And people looked at him like he was psychotic because it was so big and so loud. And they're like, what is that? <laughs> he did that with a Hummer. The original yeah, H1 I remember Hummer. that. Yeah. Yeah. Dodge is kind of uh, getting back on itself, too. It's only making, I think, the 1500 Ram, the Rams and like the Charger and the Challenger. Charger, Challenger, Ram and Jeep. Are they not making the Neons? No. No. Okay. Uh, darts. No, the they dar- they canceled the darts. They canceled darts. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. Okay. I think they're only making the Charger and the Challengers as far as vehicles, and they just keep ramping up their horsepower. Yeah, they can, and they all well, they're they're still making the the Ram Rebel, right? I don't know because they're trying to compete with the the Raptor. 
Uh, oh yeah, I think so. But yeah, the Hellcat they keep pumping power into that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah. One well, Jeeps. They have like nine different models and trims of Jeeps. And yeah. Jeep's never gonna die. No. People are obsessed with Jeep. I hate the new Jeep truck thing. Oh yeah, it's atrocious. The four door Jeep with the bed the in bed. the back of oh, it. Oh, I fucking love that shit. Oh, it's really. Ugly. I think it's so cool. That's yeah, so I would never buy it, but I think it's cool. Mm, no, no thanks. Yeah. If I'm, I'm if I'm gonna get a Jeep, I want a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Or one of the twenty thousand different versions of that. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. One some trim level of a Wrangler. I'm right there with you. Right. I mean, there's a hundred of them. I don't know. Yeah. But now that the Broncos coming out, like, mm, did you see the uh, testing they did though on it? No. Off road. No. Not good. Did not perform well. No. Well. Rough. Well, and I mean, once again, they're putting it up against a Jeep. Jeep's been doing it for a really long time. They know how to do it. Well, I wonder if that's just Ford knowing their consumer base that is never going to go off roading. Right. Like, I mean, it, it it was capable enough. Enough. So then it's just slapping on performance parts and yeah, Bob's your uncle. That's the thing for me is like I don't think the Bronco was ever intended to be this crazy off road vehicle. I think it has the capability to be if you want to make it that way. Well, I'm willing to bet they're going to do what they did with the Raptor. Yeah, they're gonna, probably. Shelby's going to get a hold of it, and there'll be a Shelby Bronco. Yeah. With the supercharger on it and big fatty tires and the works. Did I tell you that the dealership that my dad bought his Raptor from has been trying to buy it back? I, I yeah, yeah, we did talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So my dad bought, he has a 2012 yeah. Raptor. That was the last year that they did the V8 in it. Or, yeah, the V8. It's a 6.2 liter. And so all the Raptors now have the v, the... Six Twin and... turbo V6 in it, mm-hmm. and uh, no one wants them because it's a V6. Yeah. You know, and the dealership that he bought it from, because it's not just like a normal Raptor either. It's got literally all of the racing parts on it, um, which is like, it's a higher package. It's just like most people don't know that there are packages of the Raptor. Mm-hmm. And so they've been calling him for the last six months. And I don't remember how much my dad bought it for, but the last time I'm pretty sure they offered him like 38 grand for it. He was like, nope. (laughs) He was like, if you want to give me 10 grand and give me one of the new uh, Raptors, which the brand new Raptor has a V8 in it. He was like, you give me one with an equivalent engine or better and 10 grand and we'll think about it. Because they can sell, they can turn around and sell his 2012 for 55 immediately. Yeah, probably pretty quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they have like eight customers that are trying to, to buy his truck. Yeah. They know about it, and that's why they keep trying to <laughs> buy it back from him because they have so many people asking for it because they see him around. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want that truck. And he's like, nope, <laughs> I'm not going to sell it to you. <laughs> What's really funny, I had a chance to ride in and wonder or help you move. The interior is very reminiscent of my Mustang. Yeah. Same design. The same chimes, the same infotainment system, like all the same buttons. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's kind of funny. And the only thing that's really different is just all the switches for the tow package and like the performance suspension and stuff. But other than that. Yeah. It was weird. Weird sitting in the front seat of that. It's like, oh, this is 
Well, a lot like my Mustang. Yeah. Which is a 2012, too. Yep. <clears throat> so I guess we should get into our main subject. Um, I'm entitling this very cleverly, The Elephant, the Donkey, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <sighs> I'm the shader of the situation. Yes. Uh, because we are headed into an election, it is happening next month, literally next month. It is October 4th, so literally next month. And I don't want to get too political here, but I think we need to touch on it for very obvious reasons. It is a part of our lives, whether we like it or not, and it's happening very rapidly. Um, the debate happened to put us all in... November 3rd. November 3rd. So, almost less... 29 days. Yeah, yeah. less than a month. 30 days, actually, because October has 31. How dare you? Uh, the debate happened not too long ago, and none of us watched it, which I think is also hilarious and very telling of who we are as yeah. people. Um, but it was a debacle... <laughs> and I'm coming from the social media side of seeing it blow up on my social media. It was everywhere. It was on Reddit. It was on my Facebook. It was on Twitter. Instagram even had stuff about it. Um, so we're just going to kind of comment on it. And uh, with a focus on we shouldn't let our political fervor dictate our beliefs. Just because you have a faith doesn't mean you have to be conservative in a political sense. We're going to kind of talk about that. So what is your immediate reaction from the debate that we didn't watch well the only information that i have on it is just reading the titles of news articles i didn't even want to actually read the stories i got a synopsis that it was just like a shouting match the whole time yep that's what i heard yep that does not shock me i kind of did want to watch it like just because i knew it was going to be entertaining in that (laughs) right facet that like it was just gonna be a total shit show yep but i decided it was better for my mental health to just not (laughs) i totally get it i um so i don't even have the ability really to watch that kind of stuff oh yeah you don't have my cable um and even if i did i don't i literally don't give a shit (laughs) um and this is where my privilege kind of shows because it's not really going to affect my life that much other than, you know, if healthcare policies get changed, right? My premiums are going to change, but you know, I already pay out the ass for healthcare anyways, so it's just, I don't know. I, that's how I view this kind of shit these <laughs> days. Um, fair, because fair everyone fair. has their bullshit that they spew, and everyone, um, you know, everyone has their belief system and what they think is right. For the country, and I just, like, I don't know what's right anymore, so I'm not going <laughs> to pretend that I do. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, I saw all the reactions on social media, too. And for the most part, it was just people attacking Trump and how he's a bully. And, you know, I guess he mentioned and, like, shat on Biden's son, who had, like, a drug problem for a while. And then it made me think of, you know, people were attacking Trump for doing that. And it's like, well... You know, you were kind of doing the same when you attacked his, like, eight-year-old son and called him a retard and all this other shit. So, and if people said anything about Biden, it was just that, like, he's still old and senile (laughs) is kind of what I got from the whole thing. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't really know what happened. And as far as I can tell, there it wasn't productive. No. At all. 
Um, it only sealed people's decisions to not vote for Trump or not vote for Biden. Right. Um, which I, I feel like is just the way the debates go these days. Like, people's minds don't tend to change mm-hmm. after these situations. Well, in, like, all the debates, at least, like, I watched, like, the last debates, all the politicians, they just use their talking points. They yeah. They're not, like, actually, you know, debating and talking about these things. Right. They're just using talking points on stage after they're asked a question. And it's right. just, like, what... What is the point of this? Yeah. Or like, they don't really answer the question. They just go to their talking point. Yeah, they deflect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and another thing, too, about all these debates, I mean, the last three that I know about, the, I don't know what they call it, the regulator or the mediator. Moderator. Right? Moderator. They That asks the questions has been so left-leaning that it's kind of just like, why are we even watching this? Right. You know, and it's... That's another thing, too, that one of the reasons why I don't want to watch is because it's always against (laughs) the conservatives. It's what it seems like. And I could be totally wrong, you know, but I don't know. My big takeaway is Biden, for all intents and purposes, should have just walked away with this debate. Yeah, He could have not said anything and we'd be better off. Right, like he should have won the debate. Yeah, one hundred percent should have won. Made Trump look like a child that he is, and the fact that he didn't scares me. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's been my trouble with Biden all along. Is that like he's really not that much different from Trump? No, no, he's not. And that's that's what's scary too is that people can't see that. Right, and they because just like they refuse bleed blue and it's like stop looking at it that way and look at his overall policies yep. and what he's saying and like who he is as a person right like and not just oh i'm a democrat so i'm going to vote for democrat yeah. all yeah. the time despite that he's uh, an imbecile we have a Ugh. we all have a mutual friend here that i talked to recently over discord um i think it was the night or the day after the debates and he was doing what he normally does, which is just kind of like talk to himself while others were there <laughs> about politics. And he was mentioning how dumb Trump looked and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, then he st- it was weird because he started kind of like praising Biden, which I've never heard from him before. Mm-hmm. And I asked him the question, you know, are you only saying good things about him because. Okay. <laughs> You know, I said, name one good thing that Biden has done that you know in his career as a politician didn't really have an answer for me. And I was like, all right, name something good that Trump has done. And he had a little list. And I was like, okay, now just think of them as people and tell me what the difference is here. And he was like, well, you know, Trump is this perverted sex monger that hates women and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, well, how do you know that Biden's not that, too. Actually, it was confirmed that he was. Exactly. And he's like, well, but, he, you know, Biden just does it differently. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that definitely doesn't matter. <laughs> just because you're a secretive about your disgusting nature doesn't make you better than the person who's like, flamboyant about it. Yeah. You know I'd rather have the guy be flamboyant yeah. about it. Yeah. Personally. Like, we know what we're getting. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so that's 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 the whole point here, right? Is like, you know, people are always saying... 
pick the lesser of two evils with this situation, so go for Biden. And it's like, it, he's not the lesser of two evils. They're equal. Pretty they're equal. They're pretty horrible. Pretty equal. Both like, of them. Right down, yeah. like all the way down the list. And it's just like, stop pretending that we only have two choices. Seriously. Yeah, I'm voting third party. Because that's the reason why we're in the situation we're in. Because people refuse to break off from where they're at, you know? They won't write in. They won't vote third party. You know, it's just... Yeah, it's blue or red, and it's horrible. Yeah. But, yeah, like, some of Biden's policies are just I don't know anything awful. about the man other than well, his recent shenanigans. shenanigans and the way he talks about people. You know, it just... So, he's one of those idiot Democrats that believe that violent video games causes violence. Oh, perfect. He's one of those guys. He also wants to get rid Doesn't of... Doesn't Trump believe the same shit? I don't think so. I've never heard him voice anything about that. No. Okay. But Biden has. Uh, in fact, when him and Obama got elected, there was a big fervor online and gaming. Like Biden's very anti-video gaming. Yeah. Um, he also wants to get rid of assault rifles, which doesn't even make sense because... There is, you can't buy an assault rifle. Yeah. An assault rifle is a fully automatic rifle, which is already illegal. So what he's really talking about is AR-15s, which he believes are automatic rifles or assault rifles. Which AR-15s are primarily used for hunting, so. Which is just a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a big proponent of getting rid of assault rifles. And it's like, actually study, like, I don't know, guns. I wish people, <laughs> I wish people that talk about eliminating these certain types of guns that they believe exist that are illegal, I wish they would know, first of all, that they would know what they're talking about because right. they almost never know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And second of all, like, just with not knowing, you're proving how ignorance of the subject leads to issues. Because, like, the people that are educated on weapons aren't the people who are going out there and murdering people with no. guns. Mm -mm. It's just not a thing. Nope. Um, I remember seeing a video a few years back, and it was definitely left-leaning, and it was this supposed retired Army general who was at a shooting range, and he was talking about this fully automatic rifle that he was going to be shooting with and demonstrating how dangerous it was. And it was definitely semi-automatic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. he was having to pull the trigger every time. He was, you know, right. getting rapid shots off accurately, but he definitely very sternly said it's a fully automatic weapon. Right. That's not true. Like, in America today, unless you have a special license, you cannot buy a fully automatic weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the people that have fully automatic weapons here in the United States are former military. So That or, like, selling guns, like, own their own gun shop. Right. Or they got it before it was banned. Right. Which Grandfathered like, in. Like, if you have an Uzi... You can own a fully automatic Uzi because those were created before the ban on fully automatic weapons happened. Right. They're grandfathered in. Which is why they go for thousands of dollars. Oh, you can't buy an Uzi for anything less than fifteen grand right now. Exactly. No one's going to buy that. No, <laughs> not at all. The people that are going to go out and terrorize, you know, and murder... Are going to steal their weapons. Yeah, they don't have the money to buy that shit. They're going to go steal it. Which is most of the violent crimes in America. It's are. stolen unregistered weapons. Yep. yep. Not legally owned. Yeah. So the funniest thing I saw about firearms 
is a picture of the M1 Grand, uh, which was used in World War II. Yeah, the most famous. The most famous rifle pretty much ever next to an AR-15 and was like, which one is the weapon of war? And everyone voted for the big, ugly black one, which has never been used for war. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the M1 Grand looks like your your grandfather would own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a Imagine going rifle. to Afghanistan with an AR-15 against an AK. Dude, you yeah. get fucked. <laughs> I mean, the AR-15 looks exactly like the M16. Completely different receiver, though. Yeah. Completely different. Just like a tiny bit of research. Just and you don't understand the difference between the two. Right? Uh, just because it looks the same doesn't mean it is the same. Yeah. Because even like... Um, oh, it's like saying that a V6 Mustang is the same as yours. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. So that's my that's my policies against Biden are those kind of two things. And there's some other crap that he's done. I think there was something with like the internet that he opposes that I'm like, no, you shouldn't oppose that. But I don't remember what it is. I'm speaking out of turn because I don't really remember. It was like some sort of net neutrality thing, right? Yeah, I think he's... He's since I don't gone know. I don't the know. opposite I way. I thought that I he was very for like irregulated and making it a utility. I could be wrong about that. I, I, I just I remember know. something that I didn't yeah. agree with with him on the internet. It mm-hmm. could have been the video game stuff. That's probably what it was. I don't remember, honestly. Whereas Trump, like all of his policies, I'm like... I mean, he's just an asshole, a disgusting, dirty asshole. But I'm like, meh. I mean, other than like him taxing, not taxing the rich and that whole debacle. Like, yeah, that's as every other president. Yeah. Uh, Which that's my other problem with the Democrats is the Democrats still won't tax the rich. They'll just tax us more. Yeah. And it's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. You're, You're still not going to tax the people that need to be taxed. Or I don't know. Let's not raise taxes at all. Let's actually fix our tax policy so there's not a billion loopholes that if you're rich you can just dive into and you know not make a profit that year mm-hmm. yeah let's fix that like you know like paying how- 750 dollars in income taxes which people are on trump's ass about and it's like it's legal unfortunately unfortunately it is very legal and name one other rich person that didn't do that right you can't tell me what was it biden did three million or something yeah. like that. you can't tell me biden did the did not do the same thing yeah, I'm not gonna even sit here and try and argue. I don't even know, but yeah, I would be you're surprised. Probably right? Yeah, he he probably makes like a hundred million dollars a year through all of his stuff. You so he only gave three million dollars in taxes. Yeah, come on now, come on. Right, you did the same thing. It's, just less. it's everyone. That's the thing. People <laughs> try to to say, well, only the conservatives do this, or well, only the the Democrats or the progressives do this. It's like, no, no we're don't. all doing the same bullshit. <laughs> it's just, we're all trying to pit it against each other and say, Bleh. yeah, you can't tell me that Bezos is a Republican. No, he's but, not. And he is probably the biggest, you know, tax yeah. person, like getting over it. Clearly he believes in capitalism and Absolutely. the powers of, but <laughs> I would be very surprised if he was a Trump supporter. Right. He may be because, you know, Republicans are anti-taxing the rich, but you know I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But it's like every rich person to a certain point has done the tax loophole. Mm-hmm. I mean, major corporations are doing it all the time. All the time, especially all the movies. Like it, it, that's the biggest thing that you can really look up and see is that these 
name one movie like MGM or Paramount or whatever, and you look at how much they make in profit, it's like nothing because they'll like skirt it to make it so they can tax write off. Exactly. It's insane. Like I think Disney posted a loss. Disney, who owns everything. Ugh, it, it, and the Democrats are just only going to tax the, you know, middle class. Cool, thanks. Yeah. What a dumpster fire. <sighs> yep. I can't wait. Can't wait. I I just can't wait until it's over. Right. Like this year's already be no idea a dumpster fire. <laughs> you have no idea. How ready I am for this to be over. Yeah. So I can have a normal life again. Well, I get to see if, you know, my job completely changes after <coughs> the election. So that will be fun. Yeah, that's true. Or nothing will change at all. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. The, the co- whole COVID thing has rapidly changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So uh, to your original point, you know, mentioning that you don't have to be a conservative or oh, a democrat yeah. in order to be a christian and that shouldn't define whether or not um conservatives like listen for real because regardless of what you think god has chosen for you or chosen for this country like yeah sure Things go the way they're supposed to go according to God's plan, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that it's a good part of the plan. You know what I'm saying? Bad things happen in God's plans. Mm -hmm. And they're designed that way. Just because Trump is president doesn't mean he's a good president. Like, just because he was chosen to be in this position of power (laughs) doesn't mean it's a good thing. (laughs) You know? And it's just like when, um, you know, a lot of people that I know that have turned away from God in, in any sort of faith, they say things like, you know, how can a God so full of love kill people or something like that? And, you know, it's kind of along the same lines. How could a God ever put someone like this into a position of power? And it's like, you know, I don't know if he's directly done that. Well, it's a thing called free will. Right. And there's a thing called sin. And God, it, God knows it's happening, and you can say, well, it's a part of God's plan. He allows all this awful shit to happen. Right. He didn't specifically say, "I'm going to put Trump in power." Exactly. Right. That was kind of the will of the people, and we it, allowed this to happen. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> and it's up to us to go. Okay, what is what does God want me to do in this situation? Right. So. Yeah, and that's another thing too, as well. You know, I think on the other side of the coin, um, progressives that are within the church um, need to try to better understand why the older generations and even some of the younger generation of Christians feel the way they do about politics, Um, and like. We can't just sit around and call each other stupid yeah, for making the choices that we make. Right. right. You know, we're a product of an, our environment, 
And as progressives, I feel like that's something that is just a normal way to think. You know, we are a product of our, our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we can't just like, we can't just say that if someone's been a victim their whole life, that's the reason why they're fucked up or screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be a victim in many different ways. Right. It, it doesn't just pertain to people who grew up in pro- in poverty or people who experience racism or, you know, people who grew up around drugs and alcohol and abusive parents and all that kind of stuff. Like there's trauma in a lot of different ways. And we can't just say, we also can't say my trauma is more valid and more real than someone else's trauma. Right. Because everybody deals with trauma differently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, just like I want to understand why people want to vote for Bernie or Biden or anybody that I probably wouldn't vote for, you know, maybe maybe it's time to start understanding why people do vote for people like Trump. You know, why people may have wanted Mitt Romney in office, why people wanted Paul Ryan in office. You know, right. it's... People are Bible thumpers for a reason. <laughs> right. Why is that? You know? Yeah, instead of calling some people dumb, like actually figure out what is their position and why they believe what they believe. Yeah. And the same goes for political stance. Like, get out of the major metropolitan areas and go to, like, the middle of the country and see what people are thinking and what people are dealing with. And the society is completely different. It's a completely different culture. Yeah. Especially in our area, Missouri, we live... All of us live in like St. Louis, which is a big metropolitan left-leaning area, whereas you go 30 minutes outside of the city and you're in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, it's very different. Yeah. They're not dealing with the same stuff that we are dealing in St. Louis County. Right. And uh, you have to then realize, well, their needs are different than my needs, so their bubble is different than my bubble, so they're obviously going to believe in something different than I what I believe in. Yeah. Because it's a completely different culture. And to sit there and say that they're dumb would be like going to like Europe and saying you believe in certain things and you're dumb right. just because you have a different culture. Right. And that's what we're doing in this country. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is why you get the white supremacists who have been dormant for years now coming to the foreground because you're calling, you're lumping everyone into that culture and you're just saying you're dumb and it's in well i'm a republican so i guess i'm a part of this white supremacy group now right because you're calling all of us dumb right right so now you're giving people that should have no right to have a position or a voice and you're suddenly lumping them into this other side yeah you know and this and the same can be said <laughs> for for you know people on the left side of the political spectrum but here from you know rural areas or you know anyone that's on the right you know you're a snowflake or any of those other stupid derogatory terms and it like i don't know where like where this stuff came from because maybe we just didn't care but in high school i never saw this kind of stuff heard about it like it didn't matter and like when I was growing up, you never asked who someone voted for. Yeah. Never. 
because think, that was such a private thing. I think it's because social media. It's got to be a part of it for sure. Because now all of a sudden you have a voice and you can say whatever you want. Yeah. And you can hide behind your keyboard or your phone. Yeah. So it's becoming more of a conversation. And then now you're getting, especially with like the advent of Facebook, uh, echo chambers where you, know, you oh, can yeah. reinforce your own bias and beliefs. Well, and let's be honest, echo chambers have existed forever because if it's not going to be a Facebook issue, it was just a regional issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so now we just have large what? echo chambers. But you could also shut down, like, if you had a crazy neighbor, say, in, like, you know, in the 60s or 70s, and you have a crazy neighbor who has these insane beliefs, you can kind of shut that down, and hopefully they, you know, want to actually fit in, so then they kind of, you know. Yeah. Whereas now, you can not associate with your neighbor and be a crazy lunatic and have your crazy internet lunatic fans i mean that's why we the world that's why we wanted the march on area 51 like it started as a joke and then people started taking it serious like yeah we should do that yep or the flat earth yeah like that hasn't been a thing ever until like the advent of facebook or at least when i didn't hear about it right how long have anti-vaxxers been around that was a recent phenomenon. That's what I thought. Like Anti-vax? T- yeah, 2010-ish yeah. onward. Um, That's what I thought. So, like, again. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, because that started as a scientist, a bogus scientist. Uh, it, that, like, that, I actually did some digging on it, and that study happened in 1999. But that study was, um, like, he was getting paid by the law firm that was like it was something shady yeah that that was like trying to go after the corporations that were making um the vaccines for the families right so that's why that study was thrown out because obviously it was biased obviously it was coming from one direction right he worked for the cdc and they're supposed to be conducting non-biased information with you know hypothesis treatment trials the whole nine yards but that's why that got thrown out. And from there, everyone was like, oh, it, it, it was a study. It was legitimate. But, like, the journals have actually, like, discredited it heavily, it heavily and yeah. talked about why it was discredited. And there's really not been any solid research anymore suggesting, I mean, there's always been an issue with vaccines. They're not perfect. Right. But they've done a great job of stopping a lot of wild, virulent um, sicknesses right but there's nothing been like able to say 100% of the time vaccines are doing this to people yeah right considering like we're at least I'm an 80s kid and if you're an 80s kid you got vaccinated without mm-hmm. question I don't know very many of my generation who are like full blown autistic yeah so how 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 did the like skip a generation Right. You know, like we have ADHD and I'm I'm diagnosed for a long time until they realized what it was. Mm -hmm. But I don't maybe there's a couple autistic kids, but maybe undiagnosed, but not like as severe as it is today. Yeah. 
So I think with <clears throat> kind of like with the the advancement of science and like especially understanding human brains uh, in the recent years, like you know the last twenty years or whatever, I think there's been an influx of what we consider autism Mm -hmm. as well. Cause a lot of people get diagnosed with autism, but they're like so highly functioning that you could never tell that they are, or like maybe they have some sort of anxiety disorder or a social disorder, but then we label them as autistic. Right. And it's like, come on. Right. You know, there's, there's a difference between having social anxiety or a social disorder than literally like hearing a certain noise is excruciating for you and you want to murder somebody because of it. Right. You know, or have a complete breakdown. Exactly. Like my cousin, Seth, he's like 18 or 19. He is severely autistic. Mm -hmm. And like the difference between him and like kids that I went to high school with that might have Asperger's, which is a form of autism. Mm -hmm. It's night and day. Right. Like, some people just don't know how to interact socially. It is what it is. Which is you know? probably more nurtured than anything, exactly. You in can, my opinion. I, th- I think you can be coached. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think a lot of the times we choose to coddle our children and say, well, like, oh, they have these problems. So, you know, we're not going to try to fix it practically. We're just going to use medication or label them this way and then send them to a special school Yep. with other kids that have social issues. Which, I don't know, could be a thing, especially when you're talking about like the process of the brain and yeah. then you're dumping a bunch of medication into a child's brain who's still developing. Right. You can't tell me that's not going to do anything right. to the exactly. developing brain. I don't have any facts. I don't have any basis, but that just, to me, logically plays out. Well, that's why, uh, like, you can't, Kids cannot be uh, prescribed like uh, psychotic medications, like antidepressants, yeah. anti-anxiety stuff, until they're eighteen. But Ritalin, like you can pump a child up with Ritalin. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> and you can't tell me that doesn't affect their development somehow. It definitely does, but I don't have any proof on that. But like, it does. <laughs> well, I'm saying, uh, like, I know, medis- I know. medicines that are affecting like brain chemistry specifically, mm-hmm. like. Uh, uh, Antipsychotics and depressants, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that Ritalin doesn't do that, but I don't think it's messing with like, you know, your serotonin levels and things like that. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I think also building on what I was saying about, you know, more people are labeled as autistic. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, it's also because, well, it's not because. This is just my my theory. Um, There's so many more cases of people that have mental health issues that are also having kids. Mm -hmm. That could be. And then those people that are not mentally healthy are raising children. You know? Yeah. And I feel like because... I mean, it's just like with anything, really, because, I mean, growing up as a a kid, uh, you know, my mom was massively affected 
uh, emotionally because she had an abortion abortion when she was like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And that affected her ability to properly express love is what I would say. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I had that exact same issue. Right. Because my mom did it to me. Mm-hmm. And so like that very well could be a factor with people like kids that are mentally ill. Very well be. You know, my, I, I don't know, but my running theories were just too clean yeah. nowadays. Like, um, being an eighties kid, like thinking about t- that technology, thinking about like how everyone's very natural now and you have to breastfeed and you have to have all these drugs and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, as an eighties kid growing up, being born in the eighties, it was just like, whatever formula. I was a big formula craze in the eighties, mid to late eighties. So I grew up on formula. Um, and it was go play in the dirt. Oh, you got your scrape your knee, just cough it off. Right. Or walk it off. Right. Like there was no antibacterial stuff. There wasn't like wipes everywhere. There wasn't any of that crap going on. I was always sick, like with sinuses and as a child, but now I'm like hardly ever get sick and I'm, fine and it seems to me i'm not a parent and i don't know but it seems to me there's this like weird societal change of like your kid has to be in a bubble and you have to wrap them in plastic wrap and make sure they don't get any germs and i think that's some of the issue here yeah maybe i don't know because it's like there's a whole generation especially our generation and stuff that like are mostly fine, and we played in the dirt. We played in creeks that you probably shouldn't have played in. Fish pot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, we got dirty, and now all these new kids are like, no, you live in a bubble, and we have to alcohol wipes for everything. And I'm not talking – I'm talking about before times, before COVID. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. And especially with you now having a baby, how many different freaking things have you been told about having – a kid dude <laughs> and everyone has a different opinion and it's like right right <laughs> that's the thing too you can pick out the people who firmly believe that their way to raise a child is bu- the bible mm-hmm. and the people who are just like this is what i did you yeah. don't have to right but it's more often <laughs> like where, hey i found good results doing this yeah <laughs> do what you want with that information it's more often though that people are like this is the Bible on how to raise a child, you know? And I feel like that's, it's like that with everything. Yeah. I find those people being more like, yeah, your baby has to have a specific diet, yeah. breastfeeding, clean all the time, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's like, I wasn't raised like that at all. There's at all. <laughs> there's this weird, like, shame. If you don't breastfeed. If you kid. don't breastfeed. And it's like a, a buddy... Uh, kind of a guy who became a buddy yesterday. He was one of uh, the other groomsmen in the wedding. His wife doesn't breastfeed, and she never wanted to. Right. And it's not because she doesn't love her kid or anything like that. It's just like she doesn't have to worry about, you know, carrying around extra items so she can cover herself so she can breastfeed in public. You know, there is convenience with formula, and... You know, obviously, we've shown a little bit of, like, bonding issues between a mother and a child if there's not breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like bond in a different way. Yep. 
So I, I I don't know. I think once again, if it's better for your like, do what's best for your kid. Well, and also what's best for you. Yeah. Like sometimes the mom isn't getting enough nutrition and diet. She can't breastfeed. That she can't. Yeah. Or has a deficiency or whatever that she can't. I have a friend right now who literally physically can't do it. So. Right. So like, okay. I mean, the the thing with the the plus side about formula, from what I know, is you're getting everything. Exactly. Whereas you know what you're getting. Whereas breastfeeding could be hit or miss. Exactly. And it depends on what the woman is eating. Yeah, and literally the thing with breastfeeding is the bond that you get with the child as opposed to the nutrients. Right. Like, that is the reason why people want to do it. So, I, I don't know, I think... But now they have, like, that special weird crap where you can, like, basically wear a bra that has, like, the bottle yeah. coming out of yeah. it that's the same thing. Yeah, it's like simulated bonding time, yeah. Yeah, that even... Dad's I thought, I thought more than anything, it was just like the skin to skin contact. Yeah, the child that's, yeah, that's like, the bonding thing. Yeah, that's like you don't have to be breastfeeding. To exactly, do that. you can literally put a bottle right here and have your baby touching you on the skin. Yeah, I mean that's what you're gonna have to do, Drew. Yeah, so goodbye. I'm probably gonna buy one of those bras. <laughs> it's got titties on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, do what you feel is right for your kid. Yeah, the end. I mean, like I, I don't. Personally, I love advice about this kind of stuff because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> like, legit, you know, this is... And to be honest, no one knows what the fuck they're going to do. No one's prepared. Until you just do it. Until you just do it. You know, it's just going to be a learning experience. And I think as long as my child doesn't get hurt, you know, I'm doing a good job. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. We kind of got off topic, but, you know, whatever. It's good. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, we talked about good. a lot of things here today. We did. Um, I think we should wrap it up. We've already gone for an hour and a 30. Um, sure. So any final thoughts? Um, alcoholism is a real problem. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I'll deal with it after the election. Hopefully. Hopefully. So that's the plan. We'll help you deal with it. Yeah. We'll do uh, How I Met Your Mother with the intervention thing. Just get the a charts. banner. <laughs> <laughs> the charts, the banner. Intervention day. <laughs> for it. Okay. Give me like a week after the election. If I don't do it myself, then you can have an intervention day. Okay. Cool. Nick can hold you down. It'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll just be like, hey, Curtis, we're hanging out. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Drew's coming too. Drew's coming. All your friends are All coming. All your friends are coming. <laughs> we invited your parents <laughs> uh, and family members. <laughs> Each one of them is going to talk to you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, good times. Indeed. Drew, any final thoughts? I uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, I really, no, I don't think I have anything. Nothing. No, I've said a lot today. Yeah, we talked about a lot on different topics. Cars, politics, breastfeeding, <laughs> like poop, the normal. Poop <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got something for all of our fans. That's yeah. true. It's true. I don't have really any final thoughts either because I kind of express expressed them last episode so if you want to hear my final thoughts uh, there are about 50 minutes of my final thoughts <laughs> in my solo <laughs> episode um just 
be polite. It's political season. You're going to have people that disagree with you. Yeah. Just be, I don't know, a human being. Yeah. I remember you still like those people, like. Yeah. Yeah. In a not election year. Right. Other than the anti-mask people. Screw them. Yeah. Like, I will not be their friend anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I. Yeah, fuck that. I, like, wear a mask. That's it. I mean, uh, it's just so crazy to me. I had a, (laughs) this is off topic, but I'm going to go here anyway. So Off topic of your final thoughts? Off topic of my final thoughts. uh, I found a convenience in a mask, and it was when they were cutting down the trees, they had to take the electricity down for about two hours because there was a tree leaning over the power line. So I didn't have power for two hours. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? I can't do anything. Um, and then I looked up at my ceiling fan in my bedroom and it's just covered with dust. Oh, geez. Just covered like an inch worth of dust. Cause I always leave my fan on in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So just dust everywhere. Well, I'm highly allergic to dust. Like if I start dusting, I will be sneezing 40,000 times in a row. I won't be able to breathe properly the next day. Like it's a whole mess. And I was like, well, electricity is out. I have nothing to do. I want to clean my ceiling fan. Oh, I have a mask. <laughs> so here I am wearing my mask, cleaning my ceiling fan. Nice. Yeah. 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 That made, or I had that same revelation like earlier this year with like the, uh, like the neck gaiters that I wear. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can just use that while I'm cutting the grass and I won't have any problems. And like, that was such a light bulb moment of something <laughs> that I've had for such a long time that like it just solved this problem for me. And I was like, why am I so dumb? Right. <laughs> and now that it's turning winter and then you get that cold, brisk air in your face, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Because wearing a mask. Yeah, right. Wearing a mask. And I don't feel weird about wearing a mask. You need to get like a ski mask and just wear that everywhere. <laughs> of course, ski masks have the hole in the mouth, so I don't know. Yeah. Just wear a mask over the ski mask. You <laughs> <laughs> could get balaclava, which is just eyes. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> So that's my final final thoughts. <laughs> uh, please like us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and some other stuff. I've signed the podcast up, but I don't even remember what it was. It's like Radio Cast or something. I don't know. I don't care. Don't ask me. I don't know. I barely know what I'm doing. So please like us and subscribe on any of the podcasts that you have. Review us. Give us five stars. That helps us out a lot. I do know we have two reviews on Apple Podcasts Hooray. that are both five stars. So that's great. Nice. Only two. But please review us. That would help out a lot. Hey, it's we have zero one-star ratings. So. Yeah, we're doing something right. Uh, please contact, at, contact us at betweenalphaomega.com. You can go to our contact form. There's a little link on the homepage. You can go to and contact us and say anything you want to, and we'll read it on the show. Right now, we've been getting a lot of spam emails, so that's cool. Oh, nice. is that it? Oh, I okay. guess we're getting popular. Or something. <laughs> Someone's using our email to like sign up for stuff. No, it's something. It's stuff related to the podcast. Like, oh, okay. if you want to grow your podcast, blah blah blah, sign up to blah blah blah. I'm like, nah, gotcha, nah, gotcha. nah. So I guess we're getting something. That's cool. Uh, tell your friends about us. Grow the show. We'll go live probably in January. I don't know. We'll see what happens when Drew has his baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on the live stream probably. It'll be fine. Yeah, we will live stream. stream. Schaefer's giving birth. Please don't do that. <laughs> Good. I mean, we, I we couldn't do that. do that, but also don't try. <laughs> I mean, all you'd need is a camera. No, you can't. 
No, you can't live stream it? You can't do that in Mercy. They don't allow you to mm. take video or photo anywhere. Well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Massive liability issues. Yeah, I wouldn't so. want that anywhere near me. Yeah. So, I don't I don't even know if I want that if I get kids. No, dude, hell no. I'm no, not going to be no, looking down I'm not going to watch that video. I'm going to be mm-hmm. holding her hand. And I'm going to be waiting for him to pop out, but I'm not looking down there. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> so with that... <laughs> <laughs> Love you should shave. probably edit out like this past like nope, ten minutes. Not doing yeah. it. Yeah, I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. When this baby goes live, it's gonna be all there anyway. That's fair. Yep. Uh so yeah. We'll let you know what happens. Yep. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. bye.